Hi, my name is Tom Longano, and this is Boy Stories. Cue music. All right, music over. Here we go. Hello, and welcome back to Boy Stories Podcast. I am Tom Longano, and I will be reading the Blue Book of Stories. We have a great story for you today. It's called Albert's Homework. Albert was having a tolerably good day at school. In fact, it was about as enjoyable as a day at school could probably be, especially a Tuesday. Lunch was sloppy joes, which were not as good as tacos, but better than anything else served in the cafeteria. At gym, they played flag football, which Albert enjoyed way more than soccer. Then, during second break, Albert's friend Jake found a wriggling pile of beetle larvae in a mound of mulch, which they happily relocated into a third grader's cubby. But the real reason for Albert's high spirits had happened that morning, right at the end of math class. Just as Mr. L finished a lesson on fractions, he was interrupted by Porge's mom, who came to drop off Porge's forgotten lunch. Mr. L stepped outside to chat with her, and by the time he re-entered, it was already time to start the next class. The significance of this was not lost on Albert. He locked eyes with Leo, Jake, and even Greg, and they were all thinking the same thing. Mr. L had forgotten to assign math homework. Class after class went by as three o'clock dismissal neared, and Albert grew more and more assured in his victory. All throughout last period, instead of listening to Mr. L's discussion about 16th century explorers, Albert dreamed of what he would do with all the extra time in his afternoon. With no math homework, the options were limitless. He could play video games. He could watch TV. He could play video games and watch TV. He could play video games on his iPad, watch a YouTuber play the same video game on his mom's iPhone, and also watch TV all at the same time. Albert shivered. It was all too exciting. Then Mr. L shut the history book. Albert hardly breathed as he shoved books into his backpack, then jumped to his feet and ran for the door. This might just be the best day of his entire life. It was at that moment when Albert reached this exultant conclusion that he heard a terrible sound. Jeffrey cleared his throat. <clears> throat> Albert turned, a look of horror on his face. Jeffrey hadn't packed yet. He sat in his desk with his hand in the air. Albert wanted to tackle him, stuff his fist in his mouth, anything, but it was too late. Yes, Jeffrey, said Mr. L. Um, sorry, Mr. L, said Jeffrey as silence gripped the classroom. But I uh, think you forgot to assign our math homework. Jeffrey followed up his comment with an apologetic giggle. <laughs> he didn't want to seem too forward to dare correct the teacher. But Mr. L was nothing if not thankful for Jeffrey's intervention. Oh, of course, he said. Sorry, boys, I've been so scattered today. Yes, take out your homework notebooks now. No, no one leaves yet, Albert. Sit back down. Okay, uh, problem set 34. Evens or odds? The question came from the back of Albert's throat, a desperate rasp. All of it, said Mr. L. It's only 25 problems, Albert. Don't worry. Thanks, Mr. L, said Jeffrey, scribbling away in his notebook. <laughs> we wouldn't want to miss that problem set. No, we wouldn't, 
agreed Mr. L. Then, after a quick survey of the expressions on his students' faces, he added, You know, you all should thank Jeffrey for reminding me. Otherwise, you would have had both problem sets tomorrow. <laughs> oh boy, can you imagine? Giggled Jeffrey. But it's not tomorrow, said Albert, his voice hollow. It's today. Yes, and that's your homework for today, said Mr. L. Make sure to write it down before you leave, Albert. Albert stood in the doorway. Mr. L looked at him until he, unwillingly, moved step by step back to his desk. Somehow he found himself in his chair. His notebook reemerged from his bag. His pencil, shaking, began to write, Tuesday homework, math, P.S. 3-4. The pencil broke in his grip. Albert heard a soft gurgling sound from the desk beside him that grated on his ears like nails on a chalkboard. Jeffrey was still giggling. <laughs> Think of that, he was saying to himself. <laughs> Two prom sets in one night? Oh boy, dodged a bullet there. Oh man, I'm so glad I remembered. Jeffrey, Albert said slowly, carefully, solemnly, I will literally punch you. Hey, that's not nice. Mr. L, you can tell the teacher. You can tell your mother. You can tell anyone, but it won't matter because wherever you go, I will find you and I will punch you. Jeffrey paused, then stuck out his bottom lip. I'd like to see you try, fat boy. Albert tried. Mr. L separated Albert and Jeffrey shortly afterward. As Jeffrey wiped back tears and called Albert a bully, Albert shed no tears, but continued to glare at his enemy. Albert, Mr. L said, that was entirely uncalled for, jumping on a fellow student. What do you say to Jeffrey? I will not apologize, said Albert, because Jeffrey has taken away my will to live. Uh, I'm sorry? He has ruined my afternoon. He has literally ruined my life. Albert emitted a groan, which seemed to be summoned from the very depths of his being. You are being dramatic, Mr. L said. Is all this really about homework? Yes, said Albert. Well, get over it. Time to go home and no more fighting in my class, really. <laughs> Hear that? Said Jeffrey, his voice barely above a whisper as Mr. L urged them both out the door. <laughs> Mr. L says to get over it, you big baby. I will get over it, said Albert gravely, only after I host a party at your funeral with colored streamers and a piñata. A piñata that is an oversized replica of your head and full of king-sized Reese's. Reese's are my favorite, said Jeffrey, offended. And you will get none, because you will be buried beneath me as I eat all the Reese's myself and dance over your grave. Only then will I ever smile again. Whatever, weirdo. Jeffrey snickered as he dodged Albert's big lunge. Then, when Albert's backpack flew up over his shoulders, carried by his momentum, and temporarily incapacitated him, Jeffrey sprinted up to the parking lot. Albert regained his balance in time to see Jeffrey disappear safely into his mom's minivan. The window rolled down as the van pulled away, and a little pale hand poked out, then waved. How was school? asked Albert's mother as she helped him into the car. Terrible. Oh, come on. It wasn't that bad. Literally the worst day of my life. That's what you said yesterday. 
it was true yesterday, and now it's true today. Well, uh, what was so bad? I have so much homework. Albert thrust his head against the seat of the car and reflected on the cruelty of the world. He continued to reflect on the world's cruelty as he lay face down in the front hall of his house. Then, as he sprawled for exactly three minutes on each stair in his slow ascent to the second floor, groaning the entire time. Finally, he made it to his room, then to his desk, where he stared at the blank surface of wood for another 15 minutes, before allowing his forehead to connect with the wood over and over again, moaning every time it hit. Albert, you're going to hurt yourself, his mother said from the doorway. The pain is better than math, Albert said between thumps. Just do your 25 problems, they really won't take long, and then you can enjoy yourself. Look, I'm making chicken and rice for dinner. I hate chicken and rice. Or mope about it. It's your decision. You know, you'll enjoy life a lot more, Albert, when you just accept that sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do. Albert did not respond. This was his mom's favorite saying. He heard it at least three times a day. After her footsteps receded down the stairs, he paused his efforts to inflict pain. And he began to calculate. He knew that all electronics and remotes were stored in the off-limits cabinet of the kitchen with the lock that would only be removed after he finished his homework. There was no getting around this household rule and blatant falsehoods did not work because his homework notebooks and his math book would both be carefully scrutinized before he even got close to this blissful cupboard. But there might be getting around the lock. It was a bicycle lock and only his mother knew the combination. Albert had heard something from his father about how bicycle locks were sometimes sawed into and bicycles stolen. Albert knew of an old jagged handsaw collecting dust in their shed. Now all he needed was a diversion. The doorbell rang. It was Jake asking if Albert would be able to come to the park and play. Albert's mom said of course he could, only he had to finish his homework first. Albert watched this interaction from the stairs. Then he asked politely whether he might have a moment alone with Jake in his room to discuss a particularly difficult math problem. His mother agreed, but set a timer for five minutes. Due to prior experience, most things in Albert's life were confined to the timer. I need more beetle larvae, said Albert as soon as the door was shut. How much, said Jake. He was not one to ask for reasons why. As much as you can get. I can scrounge near the park. I think it's the season for them. But can't promise anything like we found at break. Do your best. What's in it for me? Two quarters, said Albert. And another two tomorrow, provided the larva is delivered in the next 20 minutes. Back stoop. Jake happily accepted the cash and said goodbye to Albert's mother on his way out. Albert sat and mused. He drew a diagram of the velocity and power that would need to be leveraged by the saw to break through the sturdy wire lock. He was confident in his abilities. He then sketched a fairly detailed depiction of Jeffrey wandering into a pit of venomous snakes. 20 minutes had passed, then 40. Albert ran downstairs on the pretext of getting fresh air. His mother set the timer for five minutes. Sure enough, there was a little pile of wriggling larva on the stoop. Albert nodded 
then spent the rest of his break time in the shed. With the saw secured beneath his shirt and the larva in his pocket, he re-entered the house. "'How's your homework coming?' asked his mother cheerfully as she stirred the rice. "'Terrible,' said Albert as he stomped upstairs. Before he entered his room, however, he made two key stops. Now it was a waiting game. As he waited, he sharpened the saw on the metal part of his bed frame, running it carefully along the edge to make the least amount of noise. He was listening intently for something downstairs. Then came the first scream. Albert sprang into action. He sprinted down to the kitchen and knelt beside the cabinet, then went furiously to work on the wire of the lock. Nothing. Instead, the saw teeth bent backwards with each thrust. He paused, glanced to the hallway, desperate. A second scream came from the bathroom. He didn't have much time. He punched the side of the cupboard in frustration. Albert paused. He suddenly had a new idea. Two hours later, Albert and his parents sat down to dinner. His mother was still rattled by the discovery of two colorless beetle larvae crawling on her iPhone. And then, after she disposed of them outside and went to wash her hands, another fat larva on the handle of the sink in the bathroom. She suspected foul play, but could not hope to pin it on Albert. He'd been in his room the entire afternoon, quietly and diligently doing his work. Are you almost finished, honey? You've worked so hard. Got about an hour left, grunted Albert, shoveling chicken and rice into his open mouth. That's my boy, said Albert's dad. Albert grunted again. He finished his food and ran back up to his room while his parents did the dishes. When they were almost done, Albert's father remarked that, while he didn't quite agree with the placement, it was certainly interesting to have moved the floor plant from the front hall to right beside the kitchen cabinet. Albert's mother hadn't noticed she'd been distracted by the thought of the larva, but now, upon examination, she agreed. It looked odd, and she couldn't imagine why she did it. She picked up the plant to move it back, and that's when Albert's parents discovered the jagged hole in the cabinet above a little pile of sawdust. Albert was soundly spanked, but the day was not wasted. In the time he had to himself in his room with his iPad, he had succeeded in logging on and killing Jeffrey's avatar 26 times. So Albert went to sleep sore, but with a smile. The one and only, very unique, Albert himself is here. Uh, everyone is a big fan of Albert. People find him uh, very interesting. They, they tell me that um, they think it's funny that he never actually does his homework or he tries as hard as he can not to. So I thought we'd uh, we'd start out with that. So Albert, what do you what do you think about that? What do I think about what? Well, you, what do you think about the fact that um, there are a lot of boys out there that are, I don't know, inspired or or they find it funny, these things that you do uh, related to homework, you know? Well, I don't know if they want to they want to have an opinion one way or another. That's uh, that's that's up to them. Cool. So you told me before we began that uh, that you're not exactly excited about being here today. No, no, I am not. Um, do you want to tell the tell the listeners why that is? Oh, you mean all three of your listeners? Okay. Uh, actually, we've had quite a few downloads. Um, I'm very excited by the amount of subscribers we have, and so we got some good feedback, Albert. Um, but yeah, can you can you tell however many of those listeners are? Um, what, what what's wrong? My mom 
said that I had to come do this podcast because you asked me to do it. And she also said that last week. And so I came. And I thought that last week would be the end of it. But now I'm back. And I don't really like that. Why? Well, I don't really like doing things that I uh, don't want to do. Okay, but, I mean, it's not as bad as school, right? That is correct. Well, then there you go. That doesn't mean it's good. Well, you get to talk, and a lot of people are interested in hearing what you have to say. Isn't that kind of exciting? No. Okay. Well, um, this has been a, a very interesting interview so far. I think that... Oh, oh, someone's at the at the door. You want to... Yeah, yeah, you can come in. Oh, oh, hey. It's, um... Oh, what is he doing here? Hey, hey, guys. Hey, hi, hi. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. All right. <clears throat> Let's go. Here we go. Podcast, podcast. Here we go. All right. Woo-woo. Um, J- Jeffrey, we've actually already started the podcast. Oh, we did? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Jeffrey. Um, I'm in the Blue Book of Stories. Uh, I'm also in Albert's Homework, which is a story for this week. Um, and I am so excited to be here today uh, with all my fans. And uh, Jeffrey, sorry. Um, this is, is kind of awkward. I, did, I didn't actually invite you to, to do the podcast today because, because it's, it's Albert's story. Yeah, it's, it's my week. It's my story. Uh, th- that I, I know, but, but, but I think... I figured that maybe maybe just it slipped your mind. No, it, it didn't slip. Okay, okay, it didn't slip your mind. But uh, but I knew you were doing the podcast like every every week at the same time, and so I thought you know I'd, I'd stop by and say hi, um, because you know a lot of my a lot of my fans want to want to hear from me. Uh, okay. Um, well, thank you for coming by. Maybe next time, let me know if you're planning on coming. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but. But I, but I didn't let you know because I thought maybe maybe if I did then then you then you'd say you'd say not to come. I probably I probably would have said that yes, but um but you're here now. Yeah yeah I am I'm here now. Good. Um I'm gonna keep interviewing Albert. Okay go go on. Uh, I will. Uh, Albert, you realized you go to school to learn, right? Yes, I'm aware. Yeah, so so you're learning all about the world and you're learning all these different great things that are going to turn you into a better person when you grow up, right? I suppose. Yeah, so in order to learn, um, it actually takes some work. You know, it takes some studying and it takes some time and effort. And, and, and actually, you can't do all of that work during school hours because you have a lot of other stuff to do too. So I think that's why teachers assign homework as well. All of that makes perfect sense to me. Oh, Okay. So then your problem is, my problem is I hate it. You, you hate homework. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, but you see it's good for you. I do, yeah. Yeah, it's very good for me. But you don't want to do it. Nope, not at all. <laughs> but Albert, um, if, I could, if I could jump in there, if, if something's good for you, um, when do you want to do it? Uh, in theory, yes, but in practice, absolutely not. Okay, well, thank you, Albert. Um, I hope that anyone who's listening does not take his words too seriously. What does that mean? Well, it, it just means that maybe, I don't know, maybe you're a little bit of a bad example for some other students out there that might want to, you know, actually, uh, if, I could, if I could jump in there, um, I really like doing things that are good for me. I, I really do them a lot. So I think that if I was on the podcast more, I could talk about that. Like, I could talk a lot about that. Thank you, Jeffrey. 
All right, so now we're going to do a short segment where I read from some of the questions I've gotten from actual fans who have read the story. How does that sound? Sounds pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, are any of the questions for me? Well, well, Jeffrey, um, I thought only Albert was going to be here, so those are the only ones that, that I've gotten right here. Um, well, um, maybe maybe he could answer one and I'll answer another one? Okay, but they're, they're specific to Albert. Oh, uh, okay. That's fine. What's fine? I'll answer him. I mean, I'll try. Uh, well, number one for Albert. This is Albert's, Albert's question. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is from Joey from Colorado. Hi, Albert. It says in the end of Albert's homework that you get spanked. How many times did you get spanked? And was it painful? Wow. Um, okay. Thank you, Joey. Well, that's a very interesting question, Joey. Um, I'd have to say I get spanked a lot. Um and as a fifth grader, I probably shouldn't still be getting spanked. Um, I've brought this up to my parents many times, but they say uh, that my behavior has oftentimes been so naughty that the only the only fitting response to it is something as as uh, degrading and humiliating as a spanking. The result is, uh, Joey, that I I honestly am very numb to the whole idea of spanking. Um, I did get spanked many times for for sawing into the to the actually fairly expensive cupboard in our kitchen and for lying about um, doing my homework, uh, which which I'm not proud of, by the way. I'd like to put that out on the airwaves because that's uh, what my mom told me to say when I came here today. Uh, I'm not proud of that. Hi, mom. And so it was many spankings, and yes, it was painful, but I, I do not know the actual number. Okay, uh, that is a very thorough answer. Thank you. Thank you, Albert. You're welcome. Uh, the next question is... Oh, oh, that's me. That's me. It's for me. Um, okay, uh, it's actually for Albert. Oh, I'll answer it. Okay, um, well, I guess you could... I'll give it a shot. Okay, just, uh, just lay it on me. Let's go. Come on, come on, Mr. Tom. Let's go. I'm ready. Podcast. Woo! All my fans. All right, um, so the question is, um, from Nick, who's in, in New York State, and he says, uh, Albert, that was so funny... Um, when you killed Jeffrey in the video game, uh, what video game was it? And what is your screen name? I just gotta, I just want to say, uh, we probably shouldn't tell actual screen names on, on the podcast. It's not good to have that out there, but, um, okay. Well, uh, can I answer? Uh, yes. Okay. So, um, I'm not Albert, um, but I would imagine that when he when he killed my avatar in that in that game, which he did, admittedly, because Albert is is better at video games than I am. <laughs> you bet. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I'm sure that he felt very good about that. Um, and no, I cannot give you the screen name um, because that uh, Mr. 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 Tom said I can't. Um, but I will give you. I can't give you our screen name, but I'll give you my screen name. My screen name is Bunny Slayer uh, Twenty Seven, and you can find me on the. No, Jeffrey, you're not supposed to give your your screen name that that it, Albert or your screen either screen names. It's not it's, it's not a good idea. Oh well, 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 I just did. All right, good. Question number three. This comes from. Oh, it actually comes from a girl. A girl. Ew. Okay, <laughs> that's not polite. But it comes from a girl. Her name is her name is Stacy, and she's from Wisconsin. And she's asking, "Hi, Albert. 
I don't understand. If you had just done your math problem set, it probably would have taken you 15 or 20 minutes, and then you could have played video games or with Jake or anything else. Why did you go through all of this effort and get in trouble when you could have just done that first? Okay, that's um, that's an unfair question, and uh, I pass. You, uh, well, actually, Albert, I mean, I don't know. I think Stacy has a point. Well, she is a girl. Yeah, well, that's that is not an appropriate response, and I think it was a very good question. I mean, the it, had you had you just done your problem set, you wouldn't have had to do all the other things and, and get in so much trouble. Yes, but with all due respect to you, Mister. Mr. Longano, if I had just done my problem set, you would not have had a story. Touche. That is is an interesting answer, Albert. Okay. Wow. Uh, That's all the questions that we have today. Thank you so much for coming, Albert. It's been a pleasure. I can't say it's been a pleasure, but um, I'm very glad it's over. Okay. (laughs) Thank you, Albert. And and, uh, it's it's been a pleasure for me, and um, um, thank you for inviting me. I, I did not invite you. Uh, I'm, I'm actually not going to say thank you for coming, but it was it was something to see you. It was something. Normally people say it was good to see to see someone. I just want to point out that you didn't say it was good to see Jeffrey. You mean it? You mean it? No, Jeffrey, it was it was really it was it was really good to see you, too. Thank you. This has been a Boy Stories podcast production performed by Tom Longano, author of The Blue Book of Stories. The Blue Book of Stories is available now on Amazon. It's also available on TomLongano.com. The podcast has been produced by the legendary George Martin. And please, if you like the podcast, subscribe. Tell us what you think in the comments and reviews. Please send us an email. You can find all our contact information on TomLongano.com. If you have a question or a comment for any of the characters, send it to us and you might just get featured in one of the next interviews. But thank you so much for listening. Again, share with your friends and please continue to listen. This has been so much fun for us. We hope it is just as much fun for you. Have a great day.